How y'all doing? Welcome back to Coffee Cream and Convo. Goddamn right. Tommy and I are back. We are. We're back. Finally, after a mild illness. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. I mean, it happens. I don't know if it's something that we ate or if we had like a stomach flu. I don't know what it was, but it was really annoying to <laughs> get up at like four in the morning and throw up for two hours. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, it was, it was, it was awful. And, uh, I think yesterday was the first day I ate real food. Was it yesterday? It was the day before Friday. Friday. Friday you had, uh, the McChicken sandwich, not the McChicken, but the McDonald's chicken, mm-hmm. like the step up from McChicken sandwich. Yeah. It stayed in which place. Which is really decent for yep. McDonald's chicken. It stayed in place, which was, was great. And that was the best thing. Now, how Ever. did you feel about that? How, how was the sandwich? The two. Over time, in that day, you managed to eat two. It was hours apart, but yeah. you managed to eat two. It was like the best thing I ever had. About McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, yo, that's how real struggle was. Yes. It was on day seven of having not eaten anything yep. except for like saltine crackers, mm-hmm. toast and without like butter or yep. anything. And soup and boiled oh, eggs. Oh, God. It was awful. Uh, no coffee, which y'all know. Y'all know. That's a problem. Yes. This is coffee, cream, and combo. Yes. Like this, this is a part of life here. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, I, I couldn't see it, but I just stared wistfully at the rack of coffee oh, mugs we have in the uh, corner. Gazed lovingly. <sighs> uh, so, yesterday, I had a little bit of a shakeup after eating something. Yeah. But today seems to be okay. I had, I had coffee for the first time mm-hmm. in a week. A week. And, uh, all is well, it seems. Fingers crossed. I'm still trying to take it easy. Like I'm trying not to eat yeah, anything. You're too. not 100 yet. Mm-mm. You got to eat some of them uh, sloppy Joe sliders. I ate one in a little bit. Yeah. Not even like. Oh, which sidebar? He made the sloppy Joe sliders the second day. Was it that day? Second day. The day. Third day. After you started feeling awful, like really crappy. Yeah. The first day, we were both awful. Yep. Then the second day, we felt like better. Mm-hmm. So the third day, I got up like, all right. I think my stomach can handle this. We should be good. We were not good. No. I was good. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, guts of steel here. Yeah, well, I uh, when you took it, when you finished it, I took pictures of it. Yeah. And I smelled it because it smelled delicious. Oh, my God, it was. And that was all that I could do. It was so bad this week that he opened a bottle of wine and I sniffed the bottle of wine just to get the smell. More than once. Yes. Because I could not drink it. That was awful. You're getting there. Yeah. Another day or two. I have to be ready for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't forget to follow us <laughs> on Twitch. Two Drink Minimum Tuesdays coming up right around the corner oh, here. Oh, God. It was going to be a mess. I saw a preview of it last night. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, at this point, it doesn't matter. Like, I have no pips to lose. And I think what I'm going to do is, with for every killer, I thought about this, mm-hmm. for every killer that you can make your friend, yeah. I will sacrifice myself to them. Okay. I can see that. I will do that in exchange for... Uh, your shenanigans it's worth it yeah i turned what three killers yesterday oh god yeah man yeah definitely check that out we're on uh we're on twitch under one more question uh if you follow a story on uh instagram under on coffee cream and convo you'll see some of the shenanigans there go check us out we stream pretty much every day just about yeah yeah a couple hours every day not every day is themed but some of them are yeah tuesdays are practically labeled yeah to get tuesday stuff there is uh thighs out thursday yep 
is drunk by daylight where drunk we make rules daylight. if mm-hmm. this happens or if this doesn't happen we have to drink the rules change all the time <laughs> uh definitely come around come see what's going on there we're always in there talking all kinds of craziness talking to plenty of amazing people by the way yeah that shit is like come to think of it with guests <gasps> and without our guy samad yes it's definitely we've made some friends a lot uh, yeah we made a lot of friends in a short time we made friends with people who uh were uh not people who I expected to make friends with. No, some of these asshole killers are coming yes. in. And <laughs> even after we tell them about themselves, we come to agreements like, all right, like we're still cool people. I know I sassed that guy yesterday. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that fella had it coming, though. He played like trash. Yeah. Then he came in and wanted to be all friendly. Do you know he was like, well, what, what happened there? We were yeah, trying to teach the kid and save her. Yeah. Yeah, what happened? He goes, well, I didn't know that. I know that, but you asked why, so I was telling you. You weren't. You were supposed to play like a regular player, dumbass. (laughs) Like, that's the whole idea. You play like a a regular player. We play like regular players who are helping another player, and everybody plays against points. And then we became friends. Yeah, and then we were all cool with it, and uh, we followed each other. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the gaming community, where we hate one another for the 17 minutes we're in a match, and we're cool as shit after. Yes, love it. I actually really enjoy that, as as an aside. I like that that's not anything that, like people hold i'm sure there are people who hold on to it which i'm not of one of those course. people i mean don't grow out of it though so, yeah as soon as they're old enough to hit like junior high but i like the people come in and they're like well what the hell or you know it was me that killed you or whatever and then yeah, we're yeah. like yeah i hated hey, you for that <laughs> good game though but uh <laughs> you know that was fun and uh let's talk some shit now and we all sit you around and the shit out of us yes no i didn't yes you did <laughs> when <laughs> oh yeah but no nah, we, we're not mad we don't have to discuss it any further you did what you did yep we, we said what we said. Yes. We all talk shit about each other during the trial, and now and it's now over. And now we're friends. And now we're friends. And it's cool yeah, it's as hell. Great. Yeah. Uh, the one killer. Uh, we're pretty good friends with them now, too. They came into the the, the chat after having camped and tunneled the shit out of us uh, to apologize to Heidi for uh, giving her the finishing move Yes. at the, the end of the match. Yes. And uh, that was almost a conversation we had. You camped. No, I didn't. Yep. Yes, you did. Yep. I was streaming it. So were we. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I saw you from across uh, the map. Yeah. I saw it happen. But and okay. In, uh, at our next stream. Yep. She was in there having a, a good time with us. Yep. And, uh, you know, in the chat. And uh, we were talking about that first match. We were telling people what happened. Yep. And she was like, I was in there like, that bitch just got my fucking hex. And I was like, and, yes, I did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And we were over here talking about this bitch is fucking camping. <laughs> like, it was it was good. It was good to see each oh, other. Oh gosh. Or like, hear each other talk shit about Totally. Shit. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, definitely go check us out there. Yeah. And uh now that we've bored you with all of that, let's uh let's get into this week's episode. Yeah, tell them about it. I'm real excited for this one. I'm a little excited. I'm super excited because I've been all up in you know, I had nothing else to do being miserable, not eating food. Yeah. So I had time. It, I had time to argue in comment sections. Oh, wow. <laughs> this was not what i chose for this season yeah but uh i feel like in the climate yes it, it, it's appropriate yes so this week uh we're doing i'm telling with tommy yay for real it's not even the last episode of the season it, or anything it's not um but this week's story is the little mermaid by hans christian anderson yes not the disney not joint. the disney version let's don't get that confused no. we're gonna point out a couple of things that are different too. yes um that's my favorite part of course. As, as with just about every book that we do on I'm Telling. Yeah. It's not what you're used to. It's not what you've seen on television. Well, I like that uh, because, uh, well, just, just as 
real quick. Disney is releasing a live action Little Mermaid. Yes. And uh, the Ariel character is going to be played by Halle Bailey, a black person. And it's been a hot button topic. Boy, Lots people of don't like that fucking idea. No. Uh, but before we get into those issues. Mermaids don't have locks. Blink, blink, blink. Blink. I mean, Disney mermaids didn't. That was probably very hard to animate. Well, uh, Halle Bailey does in, in actuality, in real life. She is a mm. locked queen. Mm. Yes. And they incorporated... Where they got her at? Excuse me? Where they got her at? What do you mean where they got her at? Where she locked up? Listen, anyhow, <laughs> and uh, they incorporated her locks into the uh, graphics, which is awesome sauce. Yes. Um. But before we get into that... We talk about all of the things that people are all up in arms about because, you know, folk got to be up in arms about shit. Uh, let's hear the story. So, without further ado, Tommy. Here y'all go. Hit us with it. Ready? I'm ready. You're ready? You're not ready. You know I'm ready. Yeah, everybody's ready. It's a pretty okay. good one. Let's go. <laughs> all right, so we start at the bottom of the ocean, the mm-hmm. Mer-King's realm. Mm-hmm. Mer-King ain't really shit, though, because his mom's run shit. This guy, like, the homie we all know. Who, like he's tough as nails he got all that shit for anybody who come in with the static mm-hmm. but when he goes home his mama gonna slap the shit out of him for leaving the toilet seat up and he's gonna take it because mama's the boss wow the king doesn't have a single line of diction in the story he says nothing mm. the entire time all you hear is about how busy he is and how he runs his kingdom okay uh nobody has a name not one character in the entire book has a name so he's not king triton as opposed to the no Disney movie. okay the, the mermaid is not ariel uh the the witch is not Ursula, the prince is not Eric or what the fuck ever. There's Eric. no no names mm-hmm. at all. Everyone's just called like by a description. Okay. So more than the first half of the story is just all about the way that our little mermaid yearns for something more from life. Everybody's been there, like we all hit that point where we ask ourselves, what the fuck is out here for mm-hmm. us, right? And we, we gotta go find it. It it bothers us until we figure it the fuck out. Well, the kid's young. So she's going through this. She's got to be, I don't know, nine, ten years old. Uh, Jeez. So yeah. not like 16 or whatever that's in the Disney movie? No. Okay. Well, not yet. We get to the part in the future uh, where she's 16. Okay. My bad. So the highlight of the mermaid's life up to this point is the stories that her grandmother, you know, the Mer King's mom, mm-hmm. be telling her and her five sisters about mm-hmm. uh, from the time that she spent at the surface. Uh, so... The grandmother's time at the surface. Yes. Okay. The, you had to be 15 years old to go to the surface. Hmm. Kind of. It's it's like uh, they never really make it apparent. They never say why it has to be 15 years old, but mm-hmm. it's basically a rite of passage into adulthood for the mermaids. Okay. When the the sun sets on their 15th birthday, the merfolk go to the surface, sit on the rocks or icebergs, depending on what time of year it is, uh, and they take in the moon, the stars, people who go by on boats and ships and all that shit. And uh, it turns out. This one is the Little Mermaid because she's the youngest of these six sisters. Uh-huh. Just so, like the movie. Okay. Now, see, I, I've watched the Disney movie, but it was so long ago, I don't remember the whole thing. Okay. I've, I've been asking you questions all week about this yeah. because I don't remember how it goes in the movie exactly. Yeah. Uh, all the sisters are about a year apart. One after the next, as they turn 15, they go to the surface and they bring back all these stories and all this awesome shit they've seen. It was like they go to fucking Mardi Gras or Las Vegas during like a big party Mm. season. Then they come back and they tell everybody how it was. They bring stuff back too? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. They bring back little shits like uh, trinkets from the ocean or 
We'll get into some of the other things they do later on, but let's say that they, they be bringing by some shit. That's like the movie where Ariel had a a, a dingle hopper. It was a fork. I said, what the fuck is a dingle hopper? A fork. Oh, now I know. You know they have different words at the bottom of the sea. Apparently, exactly. They, they didn't know. They they go through a whole uh, description of how uh, Nani, which is not her name, that's just the fuck I'm calling the grandmother here oh, okay. in the Merc. <laughs> uh, Nani, when she speaks about the birds above the water, calls them fish because the Mer people don't understand uh, that there's no water up there, so they can't be fish. That's cool. Okay. So they kind of get into those little differences and shit. Okay. So now when our mermaid goes up, she's sitting on some rocks. She's watching shit. She's taking in the fucking stars. All of it. Complete wonderment. This is what she's been missing in her entire life. This free open air world with all its weird shit and all these big boats with people without fins going by. Uh, so amid this crazy dream vacation she's got going on, the ship goes by and it's got partying sailors, royal soldiers. It's a prince's birthday. She's mm. head over heels watching these people getting drunk in their fancy clothes and yelling and singing and dancing. And it turns out it's a birthday party for a local Muslim prince. A yes. Mu a Muslim prince. A Muslim prince. The prince is brown. Don't at me. Okay. As she's watching him, she gets that feeling like when you get invited to the first banger of a party like that you've ever been to, and all you want to go, all you want to do after that is go to another one, like have more fun, drink more booze, oh, try more crazy zoom, shit, zoom, take zoom, more zoom, chances. Zoom. Yeah, all you want to do. Zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, and a boom, boom, boom. You can't forget the boom, boom. She got the zoom, zoom, but now she wants the boom, boom. Well, she don't have a rump to shake, so, you know. No, but uh, she could take them uh, fins and slap them back and forth a little bit. Well, I guess that counts. Uh, she finds herself enamored with this Muslim prince and you know in that way that like 15 year old girls fall in love at first sight of course same same so she's just staring and watching like a little stalker as they party on this boat and in the middle of it all this big storm comes the fuck out of nowhere wrecks the boat mm -hmm. takes it under the fucking sea and uh she needs to go save the prince there's all of the people falling into the sea mm -hmm. going down with the ship she's swimming by them trying to grasp onto her for help mm -hmm. on the way to just the prince because fuck y'all die. Because he's hot. So 15-year-old stalker girl, she's going to go save this prince. That's like the, that's the, actually the first scene of the Little Mermaid movie was the shipwreck. I believe it really? was the first scene. Maybe it's the second one. I can't remember. It's been that many years since I've seen it. I believe it's the first scene. Anybody who remembers wow. can correct me. So uh, obviously she's half fish, so she handles that work, drags his ass to the shore, mm -hmm. stays with him till some hoes from this close-by temple come out and discover him. Uh, <laughs> now when she sees them coming, she decides she's going to hide in the water, uh, like out with the sea foam where she blends in. Yeah. And she watches the head hoe come over with her band of bitches from the ocean. Uh, like she watches from the ocean hiding in the sea foam. And now she's happy because the guy wakes up and he's good. Like he falls back out, but like she sees he's going to make it. But she's also conflicted because he can't see her. She, he doesn't know that she was there or that she's the one that got him to shore. Uh. All he sees is these other hoes from the temple. Uh, gathered around him about to take care of him uh, so she's like great he gets to live but ah oh, fuck like he like, i can't even tell him that i love him and nothing like that that's i mean i guess hard to go through when you're 15 everything's hard to go through when you're 15 word everything was hard to go through when i was seven so <laughs> by the time i was 15 it was all right uh, i can't connect with people on a normal level oh like that. dear so she goes home bum the fuck out all she wants to do is be a human so she can go up there try to get some penis from the prince oh my god who, by the way, still doesn't know she exists. Okay, so he assumes and, that somebody else helped him. Yes. Okay. Uh, as far as we know, like he has to. Okay. 
So she's so depressed that her sisters and Nani, they're all worried. They try to cheer her up with different mermaid shits and, you know, stories from the last time they went. Because once you go up, like, you can go back. It's okay. just, uh, you have to go under the cover of night. Uh, they don't specify whether it's so that the sailors don't see them, uh, because they definitely let the sailors see them, uh, or whether it's because the sun is damaging to them in some way. Oh. This made me think of that thing with the, not the Mormons, um, the, oh, God. The people that be around here, what are they named? Hold again, the... Jehovah's Witnesses. No, 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 no. The Trumpers. One... No, man. You, you said around here. No. I'm doing the best I can here. <laughs> Where they allow their kids after a certain age to go out and experience real life and then come oh, back into... Oh, the Amish. The Amish. Thank you. I could not think of that for anything. By yeah. By men and knights. That's what... Wow. That's what that made me think of. Anyway. Like they're allowed to go and experience life. Like experience yeah. outside life. Then they got to come back. Then come back. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to come back apparently. Well, but they, you know, a lot of them do. They usually do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up when you get out here with all this tech. It's not like how we got eased into it. Yeah. Like you just, it's going one day and the next day you're like, holy fuck, you can do that? Mm-hmm. It's a little overwhelming. Especially when everybody else is looking at you like you're the dick because you didn't know. Right. Oh, okay. You walked into me because you can't get your face out of Twitter, but I'm the dick bag. All right. That sounds like you just got triggered there. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. All right. So the, the sisters like to talk shit. And one of their favorite things to talk about. Is how they dance and sing at the surface and lure sailors to their watery graves. Oh. Yep. Like sirens. They sit on rocks covered by water and sing their songs to lure ships into crash. And they follow ships during the heavy storms and sing to the sailors about how they should just give up. Give up trying to get out of the storm because the bottom of the sea holds a vast, beautiful kingdom. Here's the thing, though. They think they're doing these guys a favor. These guys can't understand them, though, and they freak the fuck out because um, mermaids. Mm -hmm. So they don't really understand how the guys keep dying, like, before they reach the kingdom at the bottom. But they also don't fucking care. They're just like, eh, well, we'll figure it out sooner or later. Like, maybe something's wrong with them. If anybody's read the Odyssey, knows the story of Odysseus, <laughs> siren song. Yo. That's where this came from. Yeah, man. I mean, the, they, I mean, sorry, correction. Hans Christian Andersen definitely took that from that. Yeah, I feel like that's probably true. Yeah. This is like the 1860s, I believe this was made. Correct. Written right. in uh, the land of the Dutch. Mm -hmm. So eventually, Nani got to sit the Little Mermaid down and discuss the difference between humans and sea folk. Okay. Uh, because the mermaid is just going about in pity for herself, like, at all turns. Every mermaid princess there, like, all of her sisters and herself have these gardens where they put cool things that they bring from the surface or like neat shells that they find they plant flowers in different shapes like they go through all of that in the beginning like which sisters is this shape and that shape mm -hmm. uh the the mermaid just lets her shit die she don't care anymore she she don't give a fuck about the flowers she don't even really sit with them anymore they don't smell on the surface they have a, a fragrant smell we right. smell flowers that they ain't shit down here they look nice so what okay so she's having she's, she's giving fucking her, depressed about everything she's giving her the uh the mermaid version of the birds and the bees i guess the difference between the humans and the mermaids yeah, but they, they don't talk about sex, which is a thing for our author. So, uh, basically, the biggest difference, aside from the whole half-fish thing, is that mermaids live for a set 300 years, whereas humans die much, much sooner, mm -hmm. obviously, because we fucking do. How is this? It's a trade-off from the gods, they say. Uh, gods, as in polytheism, under the water. Uh, mermaids live for 300 years and then dissipate in the sea foam, nothing else, to become a part of the sea once and for all. There's no afterlife for them. 
Humans, on the other hand, live for a much shorter time span, but have an eternal soul that carries them into the next phase of life in the heavens. Mm-hmm. So they'd never truly die. Okay. Mermaids, one and done. 300 years, that's all you get. As a person, you get 60, 80, 100 if you're lucky, and uh, you go on to the next thing. So now our girl wants a soul. If she can just get a soul and some fucking feet, she can live in Disneyland with her prince for all eternity. Oh my gosh. Uh, but this ain't the Disney version, though, so. Not Disneyland. No. No. Uh, there's a sea witch. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. there's a sea witch. Mm-hmm. What the fuck would a kingdom underwater be without a sea witch, uh, right? Nothing. So the Mer kid makes it out to where the witch is uh, without being fucked up by all her flesh-eating plant decor because uh, as she's approaching the sea witch's uh, place of residence, I'll call it, uh, it's surrounded by all these half-plant, half-octopus type mm-hmm. beings that they just grow stationary there like that, like a static position, like a plant. Mm-hmm. But they all have these razor-sharp tentacles that just squeeze and won't let go. And uh, she's going by the bodies of other mermaids and sailors that her sisters mm. have led to their death down there mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And uh, really freaked the fuck out. Uh, she gets in there. And the witch, of course, she's a fucking witch, right? Mm-hmm. Already knows the hell the mermaid wants. So here's the deal. She says, I can make you this elixir that'll turn your feet or your fins into legs and feet. They'll be the most astonishing legs any human has ever seen. They'll be aesthetically perfect in every way. You'll even appear to be the most graceful walker, dancer, mover on a bipedal ambulatory system. You're going to be beautiful Mm -hmm. with these new legs and feet. Charming, talented, all of the things you'll need to make this prince fall in love with you. But uh, again, even if it were a Disney movie, but it's not, there's a catch. Okay. Drinking the elixir is not only permanent, but it's excruciatingly painful. Oh my God. You find this in a lot of these old fairy tales and children's stories. Yep. Like, it's she goes on to describe that, you know, she, she's like, you're literally going to feel for hours the blade of the gods searing through your fin to carve out legs and feet for you. You're going to feel every bit of it. That sounds atrocious. Also, by the way, every time your feet touch the surface of the upper world, you're going to feel the stabbing pain of bunches of daggers piercing the flesh on the bottom of your feet. Oh. And you're going to leave a trail of blood everywhere you go. Oh, delightful. Yes. Crazy, right? Not for a love-struck 15-year-old, though. Oh, She's in. But there's one more thing. Mm-hmm. Just one more question. No, oh, Here we go. One more question. The witch explains that the agony that she's going to suffer is not the price for the elixir. Oh, God. That's the cost of the legs. That's ridiculous. God. Yes. See, this is this sounds like a ripoff to me. I'd have said no. The price for the elixir is her voice. Because mermaids are known across all of the world to have the most beautiful voices in right. all existence. Right. So the witch wants her tongue. No tongue, no voice. Apparently, a mermaid's voice is held in her tongue. Okay. That's how she becomes a mute. But, uh, oh, girl's like, wait. Like, I ain't going to be able to tell them I loved them or that I saved them or how I know them or any of these things. And the bitch is like, I just said you're going to have all the tools. You're going to be graceful. You're going to be beautiful. You're going to be charming. What's your fucking problem? Like, just because you can't talk? Oh. So the mermaid, you know, as 15-year-olds are easily influenced, she was like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, One more dire detail, though. Oh, God. If the prince doesn't fall madly in love with her, like love her more than he loves his own parents, loves her more than himself, and marry her before he marries someone else, 
then the mermaid's going to dissolve back into sea foam and join the sea just like she would if she died. But instead of waiting the 300 years, it's going to happen uh, when the sun comes up the day after his wedding. Wow. So she's got until the day after he gets married. Wow. Or she's dead. So torture yourself because he's married to somebody else and then die. Yeah. I mean, uh, or potentially get him with your no working mouth to fall in love with you and marry you instead. Okay. Seduce him with your feminine wiles. All right. Got it. Exactly. But again, this is not something that occurs to the 15 year old mermaid to right. use sex as a tool. Mm. So Hans Christian Anderson, we got some stuff from you. Mm-hmm. So she agrees. We got a game. Okay. It's on. She goes to the surface. Beaches up on the, the shore by the castle where she knows he's going to find her. You know why? Because every day that she's been morbidly depressed about this, she's been going back to the surface and stalking his every move on land. My goodness. Every move. That's all she does. Like, okay. this is why her sisters and her grandma come to her and like, yo, got to stop being a little bitch. You grow the fuck up. Like, this mad long ago. You out here like, oh, I'm still trying to get the penis. And he doesn't even know you're there. Like, stop. Stop this. Anyway. <laughs> she knows where the fuck he's gonna be right so prince finds her amazed at her beauty and grace as advertised right. i should add because the witch here is not the bad guy there's no bad guy so it begins she does everything she can do to make this prince fall in love with her including dance for him all the time because the first time he sees her dance he's like wow like this is the most graceful thing mm -hmm. i've ever seen mm -hmm. again as fucking advertised right only it's the most painful thing she can do mm -hmm. in all of her life is dance because of those daggers stabbing her in the feet every time they touch the soil or the ground or whatever. And yet she's willing to do it. And yet she's willing to do it. Bless her heart. Yeah, and because of this, she becomes his favorite companion. Something that slavers usually have. Yes, mm. he did not take her in like, oh, we're just going to have this toward love affair. I'm just going to raise you like you're my little sister. No, no, she was taken in and made his ward. She is now his companion to go with him everywhere he goes or do his bidding. Uh, that made me think of uh, the Count of Monte Cristo with the Greek yeah, girl. Yeah, eh? Yeah. That's a good man. Wish we could have fit that I in know, one episode. We're still, still working on that. We're, yeah. we're still coming up with some good books and stuff to yeah. start a whole nother thing. Sorry, I know that's to we'll totally off that. topic, but that's the first thing I thought of when you said that. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a similar situation, mm -hmm. only somehow the best revenge story ever told has a, a better climate for his ward mm -hmm. than this one. Yeah, absolutely. So the bitch of it here is that she's completely fucking friend zoned. Everything she does friend zoned. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because the prince can't do anything, but think about that day. He almost died on his birthday. Okay. All he, he has these two really blurry, foggy memories from right when it happened. One, these beautiful blue eyes that came up out of the water and dragged him up to where he could breathe. Okay. The other is looking into the bright blue eyes of the woman who was on the shore with him, the head hoe from the temple. Uh, from the temple. Uh-huh. Okay. Got it. So she had blue eyes and they I assume- They both had blue eyes. Okay. Got uh, it. At this point now, we know that the unnamed mermaid has very pale white skin from living at the bottom of the ocean, which is another reason I think that the sun may have an adverse effect on them. Okay. Because again, they can't go up until it's nighttime. Now you're saying pale like- translucent type maybe it's just described as a uh, rather pale white okay um and it's only described once as she's reaching her arm up toward the surface from the water mm -hmm. uh we do know that she has very long hair okay 
um, because when the prince finds her, that's the only thing covering her. Because the, uh, the torture of being cleaved in half and carved into legs mm, and feet mm. uh, caused her to writhe in pain and rip her clothes from her body. Oy. So yeah. she, they, mermaids wear clothes underwater? I guess. That's odd, but okay. Yeah, like, they don't describe the clothes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I assume since they made the, the note that she is now naked. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, the mermaid hasn't got the ability to tell him that she's the one who saved him. She, hers are the eyes that he looked into in the ocean. So all she can do is suffer and hope for him to fall out of the love, uh, fall out of love with the idea of this person who he believes saved him, the, right. the hoe from the temple. Right. <sighs> Flash forward. Now they're besties. They go everywhere together. Mm-hmm. She's sure any day now he's going to realize that either she's the one who saved him or that she's the real love of his life. She is right the fuck up there. She's as high as she can be. They're going out on the water all the time. This guy apparently lives close to the sea because he's always out on this fucking boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, that's how I imagine rich people. Uh, I live by the water. Pretty accurate. Go the fuck out on to it. Everything is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like high hopes. This is working out. She should be looking down. The water's so clear. She can see Nani up on the top of the castle. See her sister well, swimming damn. along the boat, you know, looking up at her. Like, what the fuck happened? And she's looking down. Because she ain't tell nobody she was doing this. She okay. went to the witch, got the potion, went straight to the surface. Right. Didn't tell nobody she was out. They had to find out because they caught the bitch on the boat with a homeboy. Oh, wow. Okay. So she's trying to give them all the secret sister signals. Like, you know, I'm good. Like, none of the help mm-hmm. me stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm happy now. Look, I got legs and all that shit. Uh, <laughs> so besties cruising all the time. Uh, he, of course, uh, is still not in love with her. <sighs> Sigh. So his parents come up and they're like, yo, we arranged his marriage for you. You're getting kind of old. You know, we only live till we like 30, 40 years old or something now. So we, we set up this marriage with his bitch and he's against it because he's in love with what he doesn't realize is our little mermaid. So he is in love with her. He's not in love with her. He's in love with person who saved uh, 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 him gotcha. which is her and mm-hmm. he doesn't realize he doesn't it. realize it okay so he thinks that he's waiting to find this mysterious hoe from the temple mm-hmm. and his parents are like well we have some news for you like this girl like she come from a good family she was raised in this temple uh where like she's she's bred in the holy ways of royalty they say mm-hmm. like uh i pictured like the old vestal virgin right kind of description got it so this motherfucker's like, oh, wait, what? Like, this bitch came up in a temple? All right, I'm in. Set it up. So the meat is set. She shows up. She's the most gorgeous thing that who? Not the prince. The mermaid has ever seen in a life. Ooh. She's fucking jealous. Ooh. The prince is like, all right. Like, she's all right. But like, you know, she, I got a slave girl that's better than this. Right. Until she gets up close. He takes one look into her piercingly blue eyes. Oh, my. And realizes that this the hoe who saved her. So this he, the one. So he thinks that she's the, the because one, one because of the ones. she's the one. She's the lead hoe from the temple. Uh, she mm-hmm, was the princess mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. became uh, his arranged wife. Got it. He thinks that this is the woman who pulled him from the Got ocean it. and brought him back to life. Got it. So now the mermaid real tore the fuck up. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, this bitch ain't even gonna tell him that she ain't save him. Like she just found him in the sand. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck. Uh, the wedding is announced and put into effect immediately. Like wow. they're married like that day or the next day. Wow. Uh, so now wedding day comes along again. They're out on a ship because fucking rich people in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mermaid will be dead in the morning. Yep. That's the it. wedding takes place out at sea. 
They're married. The prince never finds out that the mermaid was who he fell in love with. Wow. Uh, he just ends up marrying old fucking blue eyes from the temple out here. And that's why I've been calling her the hoe the whole time. Because this entire time, she could have looked at this dude and been like, oh, I didn't pull you out of the water. I just found you on the beach. But she didn't. And he'd have been like, oh, I don't know if I want this. Mm. So yeah, mm. she fucking didn't. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So last evening alive, mermaid staring down into her father's kingdom from the boat, you know, looking longingly, wishing that she hadn't made this dumbass choice. It didn't sound like a bright and, one to me, girl. But mm-hmm. you know. she sees her grandma down there looking at her like dumbass. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's seeing all the folks down there scurrying around like they always do, dancing, partying. Because apparently, like Sebastian and the Disney joint said, there's no fucking worries under the water. I mean, sharks and all, they all get on, they all get along in the Murder King's kingdom. Under the sea. And, uh, no, okay. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. All of a sudden, the sisters come up. All five of them bitches got no hair, and they look like they've been beat the fuck down. And she's like, yo, why the fuck do y'all look worse than me? I'm about to die. And they tell her that they went to the witch, the same witch, who apparently is really great at making fucking deals with mermaids. Clearly. And they traded all of their locks, and I mean literal locks, because mermaids apparently had locks down to their fucking ankles. Mm-hmm. All locks. So... Uh, now, was that locks in reference to like hair locks or like no, locks as in No, locks, because they locks. actually describe the Little Mermaid's locks uh, as locks earlier on. But here, they, they the, the, the author, Hans Christian Andersen, goes on to say that all of the sisters had their locks cut. They Like, that's the thing for mermaids. They have locks. So they didn't have like uh, long, straight, flowing hair. They, got they what did. They I were got long, going straight, on in my head. flowing locks. <laughs> yeah, I, like uh, the graphics in The Little Mermaid now, mm-hmm. I would imagine. So, here's the thing. They traded their hair. They got beat the fuck up by the stuff trying to get to the witch. Uh, but they got this magical dagger that can help. Okay. If the mermaid uses this dagger and stabs the prince and lets his blood wash over her feet, then the gods will turn her back into a mermaid and toss her back in the sea and she can live the rest of her 300 years as a mermaid like she was always going to with this stupid memory in her past and, you know... Yada yada. Everybody's going to make fun of her. Whatever. She's in. Might as well kill him, right? She can't have him. What good is he? Now she's mad. Mm-hmm. She's like mad, mad. Like, yo, you know what? Fuck y'all then. So here she is standing over him in the chamber, him and his wife, having snuck in there because of those magically graceful legs. And she's like right over top of him. Fuck this sucker. I'm going to stab this bitch and get my fucking fins back. Fuck him, he did. But she can't because she's stricken with that feeling of love that she felt for him for all that time, in spite of all the wasted effort, in spite of the fact that his new bride is a lying bitch, she she just, she can't. So despite the fact that it's unrequited love, it's still love for her. Yeah, and uh, apparently it's that Disney true love, because she chucks that dagger in the sea, and uh, when it hits the sea, it actually makes the water like super heat, mm-hmm. and at first it immediately evaporates all the water it touches, so you see these bubbles coming up to the surface, and it's killing the fish around it as it sinks down, like it's Real dirty deed to have thrown that shit in the water. And then, uh, very clear-mindedly and resolute, she throws herself into the sea just as the sun comes up and she does indeed dissolve away into foam, just like the witch had said. And I mean, that's pretty fucking shitty, right? Yes. That, you can see why that wouldn't make it into the Disney movie. Yes. But there's one more surprise. Okay. After she turns into sea foam, which she feels, she feels her body dissolving like little bubbles. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, but then it doesn't stop where she thinks it does. 
Instead, she starts seeing these blurry waves above her, like waves of energy she comes to find out. And it's not just regular energy floating. It's energy made up of all the dead mermaids. Mm-hmm. So Nani was wrong. Uh, when a mermaid dies, they live for another 300 years as energy. And they have to go around the world doing like kind things for people and helping people out. So one of the things that they're required to do, actually, and I thought this was kind of funky because it's a children's story. Like, I feel this is that that thing that they they put into European fairy tales to scare the shit out of kids. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Uh, They have to go into the homes and pass judgment on kids. They have to go into every home Mm -hmm. on the planet and pass judgment on little kids. And (laughs) if the kid is good and, quote, deserving of its parents' love, then they smile on it. And nobody can see them. Right. They're just energy. blurry energy mm-hmm. that we can't see. The mermaid only seen them because now she's blurry energy. Right, of course. Uh, so they smile at the kid. Great. They get time off the 300 years. The kid, uh, if he's a little asshole, then they have to sneer at him, which adds time to the 300 years. Now, we don't know what the importance of the 300 years is yet, but I'm getting there. Okay. So they go about all over the world. Like They go out to rough seas during storms, and they bring... Uh, the 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 sailors back to safety. You know they try to guide the right. ship the right way, guide okay. them through the rocks so they don't fucking crash and die. Uh, they no, go in the triangle. <laughs> yes, they keep you out of that fucking triangle over by Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they also are the cooling winds through the desert that uh, allow the desert to house life, okay. so that men don't just die of heat stroke and shit in okay. the desert. Mm-hmm. So they like literally take themselves and rush past you to bring the wind into the desert and let things grow and thrive. And now the reason this all matters is because at the end of that 300 years, after you're a, a murbler, you're judged for your good deeds and you may be led into the realm that the human souls go to Uh... after they die and you live eternally next to them as fellow souls, because now you are a soul. Uh... You didn't have a soul while you're alive. But your energy can become an eternal soul if huh. you do enough good shit. Huh. Yeah. Right? Huh. And, uh, that's that's pretty good. Like the more good and the reason that uh the timeline matters is because the more good shit you do, the more good kids you see and smile at, the faster you get to be a soul. Just be a soul. So you start at a base kit of three hundred years. Mm-hmm. And if you find a bunch of little kids, it knocks off a bunch of time and you get in sooner. If you save a bunch of people, do a bunch of good things, mm-hmm. it knocks off time, you get in. It's it's like um uh, Early release from prison. Got it. Fucking, you got to go through the parole process okay. uh, after 300 years or or so, but you only get one shot. If you're denied, you're seafoam. Oh. So you got to keep up that good shit. Okay. And so begins another journey as the Little Mermaid watches the prince and his wife search frantically for her before realizing that she's thrown herself into the sea and they become so depressed that they do nothing but stare into the water for hours. Wow. So that's what the fuck you got. <laughs> Lying ass bitch I hope it ruined the honeymoon Wow The end? Word That was me throwing my pen down on a notebook That was the end Okay You fucking bitch Okay You ain't sa- Yo I wish she would've stabbed you She could've stabbed that girl Threw herself in the water And still been like At least I ain't kill him Fuck it So uh, The moral of the story I took from that Was accept yourself as who you are Oh me? I took it as uh, Keep your fucking 15 year old in the house oh. Until she grow up And learn how to fucking handle a crush Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. I feel like that was one of those, uh, like I said, accept yourself who you are. Um, given the uh, backstory of 
Hans Christian Andersen. Yes. And his uh, apparent uh, either bisexuality or homosexuality. I'm not sure which one because it was it varies based on where you read it. Yeah. He uh, definitely fell in love with that one dude. He had a, a, a male uh, friend that he wanted to be with and he used to yes. write him uh, passionate love letters and mm -hmm. stuff like this. Which the fellow rebuked. Um, yes. And he married a woman. Yes. Which, you know, most straight guys do and he uh, guy tries to pursue it and, and they tell them that I'm not interested and yes. go on with their life. And um, if it doesn't hurt at all, just for the record, like it, it doesn't hurt any more than if you tell a woman you don't want to fuck her either. Well, apparently, uh, he uh, that was another unrequited love situation, and yes. this might be, you know, his version of the story. Yeah, um, lorists have held a comparison between that situation and this story. Mm -hmm. It's a very short story. Uh, if you check it out on Audible, which is where I got it. It's like a 45 minute read. Uh, it's it's not a, by any means, it's not a full size book right, at all. Right. Um, but still very interesting. It's, I don't want to say action packed, but it doesn't stop. In fact, it moves a little faster than you would like it to as hmm. someone who reads fiction. Okay. Like uh, as someone who doesn't really read a lot of fiction, mm -hmm. I liked it because bang, done. Right. Like, fuck it. All right. right. 45 minutes. Right. Good. <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah, that people have drawn... Uh, comparisons to that the way that he was after that guy and he ended up marrying a woman yes and the fact that she's after this guy and yes. he ends up marrying someone else right. and you know she's not accepted because she's a mermaid and then she's not accepted because she's a mute right and you know now she's lower class because she was found by a rich guy who didn't fall in love with her right whereas you know the author you know probably caught a lot of shit for being gay we know he caught a lot of shit for jerking off all over the place. oh my gosh that was the other thing that he uh apparently was a chronic masturbator and uh he used to diary uh about his uh yes instances apparently one of the stories i read about him was that he would have people come over and visit and he would like mm -hmm. go upstairs and jerk off thinking about that particular person like while, while they're downstairs yes yeah and uh he would diary about it and if it was an exceptionally good nut Mm -hmm. He would put like a plus sign in his diary. Yeah, this motherfucker yes. kept track. Yes, it was very. That was very uh, alarming. But I thought okay. it was. I thought it was very serial killery of him to go to these brothels and shit, and just sit and talk and with talk. The women, and then go home and diary yes. about how he jerked off. Oh my gosh, very bizarre. But you know what? Each his own. I'm better. Uh, he uh, self abuses than abuses other people. I guess. Yeah, I, and it, it has been asserted that he died without ever having intercourse with yes. anyone, a male or yep. a female. And yep. I feel like that may be inaccurate. Um, when you hear the stories about him going to a brothel and just going home to jerk off, it's like, all right, maybe, maybe it's true. Like, maybe he was really just that fucked up about his sexuality mm -hmm. that he never explored it. But also, I don't know how acceptable it would have been for him in the, the mid to late 1800s to express that he's had sex with men. Yeah. So that might just be a detail that he left the fuck out for his own personal probably. safety and, you know, comfort. Probably, probably. Either way, motherfucker jerked off a lot, didn't get what he wanted, and he wrote this fucking book about uh, Little Mermaids. This one, Thumbelina, uh, a yeah. couple of, you wrote a couple. After I learned all that, from there, from that day, like maybe 10 days ago, and for the rest of my life, I'm going to judge every Hans Christian Andersen joint. I'm going to look at Winnie the Pooh, like the person who wrote this was jerking off while he was writing but it. I mean, didn't you think about that when you uh, read, watched Alice in Wonderland? Because Lewis no. Carroll also... I don't know shit about the authors. If I like, uh, again, I don't read fiction. Yeah. But uh, if I like uh, the books that they write, I'll look for uh, stuff in the headlines from now on, but I don't get to know them. Like, I've got every uh, Pendergast novel written, except yeah. for the one coming out in January. Yeah. 
but uh, I don't know shit about those fucking guys. <laughs> they could be creepers or pedos. <laughs> now I want to go online and look. But oh, God. I don't know shit about that. I don't get to know the author at all. Well, either way. Your pain is yours. Oh, jeez. That's how you made your, your living or wrote your books and didn't get paid for it. However it happened in your life, that pain is yours. Unless just, you're Charles Bukowski who comes out and makes the money writing about just himself. I just find it interesting to know things about certain characters, kind of, uh, certain uh, authors. It kind of gives you a little insight as to why like they might write yes. certain things like Lewis Carroll and... He was an opiate addict. Yeah. So oh, fuck yeah. it makes sense for why, you know, Alice in Wonderland is in that way. And also he liked little girls, apparently. So there's uh, that. That aspect see? of it. And you look so, at everything like who yeah. fucking pervert wrote this. But anyway, I really wanted to talk about this. And I'm glad I'm changing the subject because I wanted to really get back to the the meat and potatoes of this. Um, I wanted to, I'm glad that we did the story of uh, Little Mermaid because it was just one of those things. People are talking about it so much right now. Yes. And so many people are bent out of shape about this. It's fucking everywhere. Uh, about two weeks ago, Disney aired the trailer. And Ooh. maybe a few days ago, they said it had reached a million dislikes. Yeah. Um, anyone who read the comments in that post, boy, in the, in the, on the YouTube? Mm -hmm. Shh, these folk are pressed. Yes, everyone everywhere. I seen black folks upset that they have a black little mermaid. Yeah, um one of your friends uh made a comment yeah, on one his, of your posts. Yeah, his thing was that uh he doesn't want black folks to be put into roles that were previously cast by white people. Give them their own shit, which I understand. But at the same time, it's part of inclusion. First, we're not redoing a cartoon and animating a black mermaid now. Mm -hmm. We're not redoing uh, a live action film and switching up the gender or the color of the actor or actresses. They're doing the first ever live version of this and casting who the fuck they want to have in it. I don't see anything wrong with that. Just because it's a story that's already been told doesn't mean it has to be told the same way every time. That's the beauty of cinema Yep. and, and writing. How do you think we get fan art out here? This guy's a huge oh anime fan. Gosh, fan art. Exactly. Now, that, and that's the thing, too, because uh, Brie loves uh anime yeah and she comes up with so much fan art I, she sent me one i don't know if you, she showed it to you there is a black tanjiro yes a yeah. black female tanjiro mm -hmm. and it is the cutest thing ever i love that there's nothing wrong with using your imagination i feel like people don't realize how people of color have been affected by uh being excluded from things yeah now i've told you this before i loved disney princesses i've watched every disney movie as a kid every single one i know every i used to know every word from the little mermaid i used to sing every song <laughs> from aladdin i used to want to read every book and sing just like Belle from beauty and the beast wow yes loved it i no wonder you like tall hairy guys <laughs> <laughs> love the beast man but as the beast not as a prince because when he was a prince he was freaky looking he scared wow. me yes in the original wow. cartoon when he turned from being the beast to the prince, I was yeah. like, ew. <laughs> I swear. Oh my God, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that he was white, that he was not like that same. No, no, I got it. You know, that I love the, I love the, anyway. Um, but I did recognize that not one of the princesses were black, but I didn't care. I loved it and I still do. You were, you were old enough to recognize, but still too young to give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being a kid and I used to beg my mom to buy me every new Barbie. But I always saw in the commercials that not one looked like me. Uh-huh. And I always wondered why. I remember being in the store and you would see every blonde, brunette, and redhead Barbie. And then there'd be like one or two black ones. Yes. Um, 
and I was it was bothersome to me. I always wondered like why was it that they would never showcase a black doll? Like what was the problem with that? Um, I didn't really get it though at yeah, that yeah. point. Like Being at a that kid, age. No. Like, as an adult, you can look at it and be like, oh, this is obviously about the publicity that they're afraid of and, mm -hmm. you know, boycotts and shit from racist people because that was the, the climate back then. Absolutely. But as a kid, you're like, why the fuck I can't just get a, a black Barbie? Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter to me whether they were black or white. It didn't, I didn't care. Right. But to notice. You noticed it, though. Yes, exactly. And that was something that was just very strange. It, didn't, it wasn't the end-all, be-all. Like, it didn't stop me right. from liking it, but I noticed it. Yes. Um, it wasn't until Disney released... Uh, princess and the frog and i think that was like 2009 or 2010 you know in my adulthood uh, <laughs> that there was a black princess y'all and i made sure i went to see that movie and i seen it and i bawled partly because i was pregnant oh boy i was i cried at the movie theater oh on the bus in the in on the train my parents picked me up from the train station. As soon as I got into the house, I cried some more. You better stop. I was pregnant. <laughs> Yo, stop blaming shit on being pregnant. It was sad at the part where the... Not, not you specifically, but I mean women Yo, who are pregnant. Have you ever been pregnant? I don't have to be pregnant. No, you don't have to be an asshole to do it. I wasn't being an asshole. Yo, I was crying. crying the whole time. I was emotional. Listen, whatever. I cried, I cried all the time shit. when I was pregnant. All the time. All the time. I was one of them people. I bawled constantly. Yeah. Everything made me cry. <laughs> happy sad otherwise i cried for everything i cried almost every day of my pregnancy awful. no lie awful anyhow so anyway so you know it, it took to to then to have a, a black disney princess and i was down for supporting that loved it my daughter was uh tiana for i think her th when she was three okay cutest thing ever <clears throat> loved it anyhow I love that, but it didn't stop me from loving all of the other Disney movies. It didn't matter to me as a kid. It didn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me as an adult. Yeah. But now, fast forwarding to now and being able to see myself being represented in other movies, the movies I loved as a kid is a beautiful thing for me. Um, to see people up in arms about Disney making Ariel black is sad, but it's not surprising. No, it's not surprising. At all. Not at all. Um, if you've never seen yourself not reflected in society, you will not truly understand what it feels exactly. like. Exactly. Coming from a person who's never had to feel that way, like they're not included in society. Not mm -hmm. just you're not included in your, your circle of friends at, at school, like not just your coworkers don't really like you that fucking much, not even the black sheep of the family. Yep. This is an entire portion of the world that mm -hmm. doesn't accept that you're a fucking person mm -hmm. and accept that you can do things. Mm -hmm. And it's, 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 really, it's really fucked up. Um, even like Mulan, I loved Mulan. Okay, I don't have to be Asian to love Mulan. Like, why? Why no. does it matter? And people are saying, I've heard people say now, well, what if we did a Mulan, a live action Mulan, and we put a white person? Y'all did that before. Yeah, it was called Everything Before the Fucking Seventies. You exactly, exactly. Um, either way, to all the folks that are upset about this and are on the internet being trolls and letting their racist flag fly. And crying and saying, oh, you're blackwashing. Stay fucking mad. Word up. And stay home. Don't go see it. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I will be there. I'm going. I don't go to the movies often. Right. I'm going. I know you don't because I don't go either. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've gone, <laughs> what, like three times? Well, well I mean, since COVID really relationship. A, a damper on that. Yeah. But, I mean, even still, like, I, I'm not a, I, I like to watch at home. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just like our guy Samaj said the last time he was here with us. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if it got into an episode or if it was just when we were talking shit. But I believe it was in one of those episodes. I'm not sure. Uh, COVID spoiled him. COVID spoiled me too. Yeah. Like now, I don't want to go to the movies unless I can rent the whole fucking theater to watch it. Yeah. Like but, that's it. I don't want anybody else to fucking there ruining my movie experience. Just me and whoever the fuck I go to the movie with. Samad already said though, he already has plans to go see Black Panther. Yes. Same Z's. Alone. Same. In a rented theater. Listen. just himself. I understand. Oh, because he's going to feel emotional about it. But I think stuff like that is beautiful. I love to see stuff like that. Yeah. It doesn't stop me from watching movies if there's a bunch of black, uh, white people in it. I don't care. It's not about yeah. that. But to be able to see a black character in a movie like that. Yeah. Is nice. Also, y'all, it's fucking fiction. Yeah, also, a, y'all. It's a fine caveat to point out. Mermaids aren't real. No. Don't know if y'all realize that. So... Does it matter? Apparently, it does to some. Okay. Oh, also, they're going to do another uh, Snow White. Is she going to be black? She's Colombian. Ah, and you know they mad about that, too. So you know, know who's right. going to go see that. This girl right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. That's good. Y'all get mad about stuff for no reason. And it makes you, how can you, I'm not racist, but I just don't think she should be black because mermaids can't be black. Why can't they? But they can be, uh, they can have red hair. Have, have you ever seen deep sea fish? In fact, they can't have red hair. Uh huh. They can't have red hair. I, that's what I said. You that's can't the, see red under the water. That was my point. It's fucking crazy. And the animals down there, not white. There are a lot of transparent ones down there. I would expect yes. a, a mermaid to be like transparent. If there was think, to be one, I would expect it to be. Yeah. Um, a, a mermaid having locks would make sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yo, all that uh, free flying, those strands of hair everywhere in the water all the time. You're going to get caught on a lot of shit. You'd rather what Sinead do you expect? Like, what do you, what do you, yeah. why do you, why does it have to be a specific way? Why does it have to be what you're comfortable with? Yeah. And uh, just in case y'all didn't know, Jesus, let me tell y'all, he ain't white neither. Just in case you didn't know. Uh, most people born in Palestine are not. Yeah, well, let them tell it. Or at least they're fairly tan. You let these folk tell it. They are very, very pressed. Yeah, any anything where someone who's not white is in a position that they admire, they don't like it. It's awful. Whether it's Jesus or your boss at work. Oh, God. <laughs> or the manager at the grocery store who comes out and tells you to stop purposely sneezing on the fucking oh, oranges because you have COVID. Oh, God. Listen, y'all. Like I said, it's a lot to be, a lot of things that we have to worry about uh, as a people and in this world. Uh, and uh, the black Disney uh, mermaid ain't one of them things. Fuck no. That's Let them the fucking mermaids and princesses thing. go. If you don't like it and you don't want to support it, just don't support it. Don't go watch. You don't got to go yell and carry on and be, don't. you're making yourself look real bad. Here's something. Let's gather up all the places where there's a monarchy. And, you know, there's a king and a queen and princes and princesses. Mm -hmm. You don't find a whole lot of nations with a monarchy where the people are white. Mm. Like the UK, mm -hmm. they've been holding that down for a long time. Mm -hmm. But you go to, I don't know if Spain is still a monarchy, but Spain is known for their, their royalty lines. In Africa, there are a lot of kings. And yo, you know how many princes alone have sent me emails asking me to help oh, me get their money? God. Like there are a lot of African princes and princesses. So don't talk to me about how rich people were the only ones who had oh, fortune and whatnot God. and how princesses can't be black. I feel He's like, a bitch. I feel like all this is tied into all of this uh, banning stuff because all yes. I see in all of the comments, people talking about, oh, you're just trying to be woke and you're trying to make everything a social issue. The we're just trying to include people. 
The problem with being woke is that nobody knows what the fuck woke is. Everybody thinks they're woke, and everybody thinks that this action is because someone else thinks they're woke. But are you awake? Woke isn't even how to fuck you say it. It's not even a fucking thing. Woke is something you did. Anyway, off the grammar Nazi point, you're not awake. If you're not awake to realize that people are fucking people and everybody has a shot at inclusion, then you're not as awake as you think. There's nothing wrong with including people. We're all people. We all have flaws. We're all different. It's okay. Yo. There's nothing wrong with being different. Speaking of, of being different, two things. One, I saw, read an article about how they're trying to do um, include uh, like romance uh, shows. I think it is something like that mm-hmm. uh, with gay male care, gay main characters. Yeah. So you know, like the man and man love story yeah. and stuff like that. Secondly, uh, they're gonna do another. I think it's a Wizard of Oz or. I think it's a Wizard of Oz. Is it Wizard of Oz? Not Wizard of Oz. I can't remember what it is now. Maybe it is. Either way, where it's uh, going to be some LGBTQ characters in that. So you know folk yeah. will be up in a, in that a tizzy lion, about that. That lion better be black. I'm not going to. We ain't got no motherfucking lions out here in Europe. I'm not touching that one. I said it. I'm not touching it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying what I saw. And I think inclusion is important. Representation matters whether it matters to you is a different issue because you don't see it that's your problem sometimes people need to open their eyes and realize that just because how you lived your life and you were unaffected by these things doesn't mean that other people are not affected and not hurt by things where they're excluded bingo that's all and like i said if you don't like it stay mad bye (laughs) coffee cream and combo is hosted by heidi and tommy brown Email us at coffeecreamandcombo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Combo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Be sure to visit us on our website at deadsavageproductions.com. Coffee Cream and Combo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Bree. Bye!